the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Don't you let me see you crying. Don't let me see you crying. I'll fly back just to slap the taste out of your mouth. You are no worse off today than you were yesterday. It's a sewer of corruption, and the people like it that way. Now they're going to get what they saw. That's it. So don't you, you, squirrel, because you're not a Democrat mafia member, and the rest of our listeners, you're the only ones who are victims. The rest of that sewer... And other Democrat mafia sewers will wallow. We do not wallow. No, 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 no. You can live in your own little world. You can secede financially as much as possible. And you will go on. Other people who can leave these sewers of corruption will leave. And that is the trajectory of corruption. You see, that's what it's all about. Maybe we should do the other thing. Get our own sling blade, right? There's got to be some moron out there the Republicans can put up that can't talk, a little touch of dementia, can't remember a thing. I mean, there's got to be somebody out there we could run. Maybe we could get Billy Bob Thornton. He could dress up like sling blade. I don't know. There ain't no gas in it. We'd get him to win. Fetterman and his tumor seem to have swept Pennsylvania, showing that those people are almost, eh, you know what they are, just as corrupt as the sewer of Illinois. This is good news for Tonka Toilets. We are going full force, and it will not be based in Illinois. It's also very uh, fortuitous that I own RunToFlorida.com. Oh, but I do. And that's what you have to think of if you're an honest person left in that sewer. Because the costs of feudalnomics are guaranteed to continue to skyrocket. They're going to double down on stupid because that's all they know how to do. And as far as this opportunity for us, let's take advantage of it. Because we cannot clean the house of the Democrat mafia. They're infiltrated with labor extortion mafia members all sitting on their fat asses pretending to be workers and the rest of it. In the meantime, we clean our own house. You see, it's time to get rid of the Republicans that are scum. It's a good sign that that meathead Irishman, short in the pants, Durkin, stepped down. What's up with the other fat guy, Brady? Anybody know? I don't know. But at least we're getting rid of Kinzinger as well. Because to hear him gleefully celebrate... Really, the destruction of American principles, as he pretends to be some sort of an authority on anything except how to get rich without ever working a day in his miserable, useless life. Welcome back to our special election coverage. Back with me, Republican Congressman Adam Kinzinger. So, Congressman, is it, I mean, it's unclear, obviously, who will ultimately win control of of Congress. What is clear is that there was no red wave. Do you think Republican leaders are reassessing the role that Donald Trump has in the future of the party, because it seems like this is an opportunity. If they are ever going to do that, this is an opportunity to do that. Well, I hope so. Um, 
I was here on January 7th, basically thinking that this was the time to, to reassess whether or not Donald Trump was the future of the party. I think, you know, the, the question that remains is, so Donald Trump is going to throw Kevin McCarthy under the bus. Uh, I'm just like, put that down in red right now and underline it. Uh, the MAGA base is going to throw this on Kevin McCarthy. The question is, does the rest of the Republicans have the courage to stand up to Trump or do they once again acquiesce to him? Because see, now here's who you're going to stand up to. Here's who my people are going to stand up to. Here's to people who have principles and an understanding and concept concept of liberty, freedom and Americanism. You stand up to these frauds. See, scum like this are not Republicans. They're not fighting the Leviathan of corruption. They simply want to enrich themselves. That's why little Adam Kinzinger can afford a $4,000 suit, because his useless ass couldn't survive in the private sector. And only we understand that. So to think that you're going to reason with this labor extortion mafia, these pensions and years and all the rest of it who get to retire like they made $3 million and put it in a 401k plan, you're never going to reason with them. They're going to go in, they're going to vote Democrat, doesn't matter, tumor on the neck, don't know where you are. Dementia, diaper, none of it matters. Just They're fungible. The names are useless. You could shave a canary and put him up there, and he'd be a better candidate than any Democrat that won yesterday. And he'll get the same amount of votes as uh, we are unfortunately learning. Mr. Fetterman, I will allow a 15-second rebuttal. He has specifically said you have not paid your taxes and that you want to raise taxes on Americans. How do you respond? Uh, absolutely. The Oz rule, of course, he's lying. It was helping two students 17 years ago to help them you know, buy their own homes. They, they didn't pay the bills, and it got paid, and it has never been an issue in, in any of the campaign before. It was all about nonprofit. Excellent, Senator. Brilliant. I mean, what the hell is going on? This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. Bingo. And this idiot goes out today and celebrates. I wasn't going to do it to you. I was going to give you a little happiness. You know what? I will give you a little happiness. Well, thank you so much. You know, over these past four years, we've seen major challenges for the people of our state, for the citizens of the United States, and above all, for the cause of freedom. We saw freedom in our very way of life in so many other jurisdictions in this country wither on the vine. Florida held the line. Isn't that exciting? Historic win, baby. You can't bump into a scumbag that supports Joe Biden and the rest of the mafia. You can't accidentally. I don't care where you are, what restaurant, what busboy, what bar owner. Doesn't matter. Bikers, the rest of them. All Americans, unlike the sewers of corruption run by the Democrat mafia, who accept this as, as candidates, these people as candidates, and this as a president. You mentioned that uh, Americans are frustrated. and In fact, 75% of voters say the country is heading into the wrong direction despite the results of last night. What in the next two years do you intend to do differently uh, to change people's uh, opinion of the direction of the country, particularly as you contemplate a run for president in 2024? Nothing. Bingo! American Dark Ages. Brought to you by the Biden Democrats scourge and scum. The barnacles, the welfare roaches, and every other corrupt wannabe gangster. And that's why, didn't I call this squirrel when everyone was calling Red Wave? What did I say? Didn't I say that the Democrat sewers will cheat their way to prosperity? Didn't I say that? I know I did. Here's a little snippet of what happened in Pennsylvania. Excuse me. Who's the, who's the board master here? 
Miss Patty. Is she here? No. Who's in charge that I can speak with? You don't know who's in charge? Nobody's in charge. This is a black Republican who went into a polling place and saw on the desks advertising for his Democrat opponents and all the other Democrat scum. You know this isn't supposed to be in here, right? Yeah, some one of the older ladies left it. So is anybody looking around to throw this stuff out? Yes. Who? Who? who so if I, I was. Who's in charge? The lady with a machine. I'm. I guess you was dealing with TV. What's your name? Ruth. Ruth. Mm. Thank you. So, um. So you're not the board master. No. No. There's no board master in here. No. She came this morning. What's her name? Um, I know her first name. Do you have a number? Listen to how they run cover for each other. This is like walking in the Ravenite Club and asking for names of John Gotti and Sammy DeBull. What's his name? I don't know. Bert. You got his phone number? Nah, I ain't got it. Because that's not supposed to be there, and I'm pretty sure you guys all know that. This is also not supposed to be here. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They come in with those in their hands. And you leave, but, you, but you also know you can't leave that on the table. Like, come on, let's not play. Let's not play like airhead here. You know, that's not supposed to be here. But it was there. And that's what they do. The cheating, lying, scourge and scum. Because what was on the ballot yesterday? You think it was people? It's control of trillions and billions and the underbelly of political corruption. And it held in the Democrat sewers that live on it, like Chicago and Illinois in general. I, I asked you to vote in Republican. I mean, the Democrats down there. So because they were trying to focus on if a Democrat wins, at least it could represent us. Man, are they brilliant, aren't they? Now you understand why they could vote for some morphodite with a tumor on his neck who can't... He makes Biden look like Socrates. Fetterman, senators, that Senator Fetterman, the you, squirrel. Yeah. I agree with you. That doesn't look good. You know, I should vote for Fetterman, right? I would say so. That's okay. my advice. That's and right. not vote for Oz, right? So you're I did that whole thing. Like oh, did you hear about the keys on the election box? Did you hear about that, Squirrel? Oh, yeah, right outside. You didn't hear about this? I'm going to talk to someone that works at the Board of Elections. I'm going to let them know these keys are here. They're obviously some sort of elections keys. Uh, basically, I, I came around the block and I realized that there's a set of keys on top of this ballot box. I realized that uh, this is the closest station here. Do you work for the Philadelphia Board of Elections? Yes, I do. Do these fit this box? I wouldn't know. I haven't touched them. So the election board just left the keys top of the box. You know what that's for, Squirrel? You have any idea? That's for the ballot harvesters. Come in with the sacks. Oh, my God. Don't worry about it. Fair. It's right as rain. The former president will not return. That his political movement, which is still very strong, uh, will not once again take power in the United (laughs) States. Well, um, we just have to demonstrate that he will not take power. Wrong. Um, By uh, if we uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution does not become the next president again. And that's how they make sure they steal very key areas. That's what got this dimwit, this moron, this morphodite, this diaper wearing political whore in charge of the world economy. Good afternoon. Well, we had an election yesterday. 
And uh, it was a good day, I think, for democracy. Wrong. And I think it was a good day for America. Excuse me, a little horse. He's a little horse. He's got a little horse in his throat. I wonder what Paul Pelosi's got a little No, that's not a horse. That's a ball-peen hammer. San Francisco ball-peen hammer comes with two balls. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM 560, the answer. You do not have to take it. You just think you do. I can't tell you. know, everybody I talked to from Illinois, and I, my phone blew up. Everybody's all aggravated. Why? This is how it's been for decades. This is how they play the game. This is how they control the power, the money, and the corruption becomes legitimate. It's not just Chicago. Hey, Mr. Skimmer, how you doing? All right. I'm James O'Keefe with Project Veritas. And there's a videotape of you saying uh, that you're pretending to be a Republican. I wanted to work and change the system. This side, to be a Republican. No, I didn't say New York, Philadelphia, New Jersey. This is what they do. California, Chicago, all strongholds. And what are the kind of Republicans that they produce? I wonder, is Durkin going to go strictly in the lobbying, and it, will it be, you think it's going to be for the video games or for the pot dispensaries? Which scumbag organization will he make his fortune? Well, he's already made a fortune. We all know him. He's not going to take the blame for this, uh, at least in his own mind. This is certainly a rejection of the MAGA base. It's also a huge uh, message that candidate quality matters. And I think... And the fact that this coward multi-millionaire scourge didn't run means it's also a rejection of the scourge inside the Republican Party. This is a good thing. You have the opportunity. You cannot clean someone else's house. You can clean your own. And it's about time the Republicans get some standards. And make certain that Tea Party candidates scourge and scum like Joe Walsh and Adam Kinzinger never even come near the Republican opportunity to hold office in this country, let alone Mitt Romney. There's the one thing. If we, if we don't take the Senate... At least know that piece of garbage will be nullified. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Anytime, buddy. Before I uh, mention my point about uh, Mike Lindell's, uh, he set up that crime desk instead of having a, uh, an election desk. Let me take and uh, give you a, a, a pat on the back. For, uh, for a pretty good amount of time, you've been uh, making comments and everything about, uh, you know, we, we should go out and vote and everything, but... It ain't going to work. It's not going to do anything. These rats are going to steal it. And I heard you say things many times like that, and you were dead on. No matter what we do, these rats are going to steal it. That's why you've got okay. to focus on states where the, where the corruption hasn't become accepted. That's why it was huge yesterday with Ron Johnson. That was big. That's a solid, solid man. And it's it, that, take pride and celebrate. I don't know if you gave $5 or you just wished for him to win or whatever the case is. That was our win. We weren't going to get one in the sewer of corruption. I mean, if Keith Peacock couldn't win, you want to talk about a phenomenal candidate. Phenomenal on every front. And you see how he gets smoked in DuPage. Now now let those DuPage scum wallow in the corruption, wallow in the crime, wallow in being victims like the city of Chicago. Now celebrate Sean Casting. Go ahead. Have him. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you're exactly right about all that. And I met, I met uh, in person... Uh, uh, Keith and uh, also, also some of the other uh, uh, good candidates in that uh, at the uh, at Bourbon Street. 
really solid people and everything like that. And uh, but but yeah, Illinois, what scum? But here, I spend a couple hours election night there uh, watching uh, Frank's speech and that, and uh, where uh, uh, Mike Lindell had the um, uh, what do you call it? As it's happening, the uh, real time where you would see like the votes that would come from the machines, all machines, and then go to like the election tally uh, center or something like that. And you could watch like how it should be either it'll be flat for a while and then it goes up and it could go up. Thing. And you see these spikes, these dumps, and there was a whole bunch of this stuff. But there was one thing that stood out real big. And that Oz, oh no, and the Pennsylvania one where it was Mastriano and Shapiro, they made a mistake. They, uh, the, the Dems, they started off giving them way too much. They had hundreds of thousands of uh, votes that they dumped in on them. And then he was like really running away. And they, and then all of a sudden there was a big spike down. They removed him. They took, they pulled out about 150,000. It's an impossibility. It would be like 150,000 voters would have to go back and phone say, leader my vote system there. we could audit with actual live people who could track their own vote. Wouldn't it be nice if you could track your own huh. vote? Here's my vote. Here's the timestamp. Here's the side I voted for. Here's where it was counted. That would be something. Then the people could actually not depend on the most obvious, the most proven, and the best liars in their society called government. These elections, my favorite these elections is one in Arizona. The Secretary of State is the candidate. That's fan fracking tastic. This is all wonderful. I don't know. Are you going to call him Senator Fetterman or Senator Toomer? It's clearly a these are, Thank you very much. These elections are a total waste of time. It's, let's call them kabuki elections. I think that's yeah. what they are. Except when you're in honest states. It's amazing how fast, how accurate, how, 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 how full of integrity the system is when you have to go in and show your ID. That's the part that's really fascinating. Bob in Orland, or in Oak Lawn. Yeah, I, I want to know how at 7.06 they're calling for Pritzker already won, and same with Tammy Duckworth. And also, I was voting, and a guy says, well, I don't have my ID. Oh, we can look you up by your name. What's your name? And it, yeah. it just... Joe That's simple. Tell yeah, me this ain't corrupt. Of course it is. I'm 706. 706. Yeah. They could have told you three days ago if you really wanted to know. Thank you very much, Bob. Sorry. But it's time for honest people. Pack it up. Move out. I know somebody that did, and she's lovely. Candace, who used to be from Chicago. Then she was from Elmhurst. Now she's from Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Okay, I was just listening to Wisconsin Radio this afternoon, and it's kind of funny, and it reminds me of what you're talking about. Um, in I think it was Madison, they had three barbershops that were polling places, like literally. So I thought, oh my gosh, look at that. And then that's, then, a, what that's called a cut and sheet. Whole... Yeah, that's a cut and yeah. sheet. Come on in, $25, yeah. cut and sheet. You want to vote once or six yeah. times? What do you like to do? Let me guess, is that a Democrat sewer area? Uh, Madison, yes. I'm so happy, though, that Mandela Barnes lost because Obama came in here, you know, doing his yeah. whole, you know, chest pump manly thing. By the way, know, isn't it open enrollment oh, for another five days? I can't remember all that all that good Soviet society stuff Obama put in. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Candace, this is the downside. Thank you. I got to go to break. I went long. 312-642-5600. Get out of here. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Nice. 
Jeffrey Manilow. Love him. He's got that Fauci face, though, with that pickle on it. In the meantime, did I hear right that uh, Pennsylvania not only elected a simpleton, but a stiff? Uh, he's dead. Hey, morons, you elected a corpse, you fracking idiots. Congratulations. You are officially the dumbest state in America. There's not even a question. Illinois was a close second. But you actually elected a stiff, a corpse, a dead person. You elected a dead person. It's all right, though. You had the name. DeLuca. How you doing? DeLuca. How did our DeLuca win? Did he beat El Kuypers? Find out. Uh, look into that race. Look into uh, uh, a couple of races I'm, I'm curious about. How did uh, Christine Shanahan McGovern do? And uh, she lost to What about uh, the, the Farrah Fawcett fraud? Alderman, Democrat scum for 30 years, Bob Fioretti. That's the kind of scum that would be elected. In the meantime, why do you think they had to uh, protect themselves? Ooh, I know, I know. Republicans have made it clear that if they do take control of the House, that they want to launch a raft of investigations on day one into your handling of Afghanistan, the border. Uh, They want to look into some of your cabinet officials. They want to investigate you. They may even want to investigate your son. What's your message to Republicans who are considering investigating your family and particularly your son Hunter's business dealings? Lots of luck in your senior year, as my coach used to say. Look, um, I think Wait a minute. Mer- let's go back there. Even when this short in the pants Irish mafia Don tries to be witty, he cannot. Lots of luck in my in your senior year. What? 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 You stupid moron! The good news is you'd probably get elected if you were dead. American public wants to move on and get things done for them, and. Uh, you know, I heard that there were uh, it was reported, whether it's accurate or not, I'm not sure, but it was reported many times that Republicans were saying and the former president said, how many times are you going to impeach Biden? You know, impeachment proceeding against Biden. I mean, I think the I think the American people will look at all of that for what it is. Yes, I think we will, too. And what we will come to the conclusion of is that you are an asset of oligarchs around the world and the Chinese Communist Party. But it got me to thinking about all the Republican support, like the scum, Adam Kinzinger, like the scum with his magic burlap underpants who gets to be Jesus on his next planet, Mitt Romney, the funniest of all morons, even though he thinks he looks like a a cast member from Mad Men. Turns out I'd like to know if I could go to OpenSecrets.com, let's do that during the next break, and find out if any Chinese-connected companies gave money to those scum, too. Something tells me I'm on to something like Columbo. Something tells me I'm on to him. And that's the, the system, the corrupt mafia that Republicans and Democrats protect. And that's what's at stake. So be flattered that you were cheated. Because there's a, a large group of us that know what the, what the game is. And always remember, there's only a third of society that actually works produces there's only a third of us that pay taxes it's like the revolutionary war there were only a third of us that wanted to be free the rest wanted to be slaves they're called democrats today uh verlan on the south side i've been listening to the commentary all day and everybody's missing the boat john said something last night while the election was going on while illinois was being crushed this is a generation of emotional people and until republicans can articulate a message to make people feel like they care and they help, we're going to lose 
we're John. I mean, not John. Sean, we're, we're going to lose. What about your anonymity? Will you more. retain anonymity? Well, eminent, well, it's privacy. <laughs> privacy, that's what it is. I don't want to give up my I, privacy. But, I, listen, but seriously. You have no privacy, man. What are you, nuts? They're working in conjunction with Google. The NSA has built million square foot warehouses just to store data. They already know who you are, not to mention you have an unusually large head. You could pick you out in a crowd of a million. You don't have any anonymity. In the meantime, let's go to Tom in Blue Island. <laughs> Well, hey, Sean Dittos. Uh Look, I know you're a uh, floor, floor, floor idiot. I'm uh, man, oh, using man. my we're inner have line some, there. Listen, we're going to an interview with a speech um, therapist for my listeners. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, how about it? I need a couple of beers. Um <laughs> I know DeSantis' uh, talk, I thought Verlan was going to go towards the talk all day, is how this is a jettisoning of President Trump and a repudiation of President Trump, even though Trump was asked and did pretty much stay out of a lot of these races. But that being said, um, if and when Ron DeSantis were to become the nominee, we're going to be revisited by the Adam Kinzinger's, the Liz Cheney's, the scumbag Tom from Deer Parks, uh, all wanting to jump on the DeSantis train. And I wanted your opinion on what I'm about to say, because I'm going to tell you what, if they're on that train, brother, I'm not, I'm getting, I'm hopping out at the next stop. What I promote is not participation in this kabuki theater, which is what our election systems our, our political climate, our duopoly is. This is a game for you. This is theater of corruption. To put lipstick on the pig that is a government supremacist, a government takeover of your life, of the private economy. What was on the ballot last night in these Democrat sewers was integrity versus fascism. You've all experienced from a fat pig health advice that shut you down for two and a half years. Is that enough for you? Did, I mean, I know that you're, you get involved and you think you're going to win, and that's the, that's the human flaw. You're always hoping for the very, very, very long shot. But you have one life. I didn't have two years to waste on this fat slob in, in Chicago and Illinois. I don't have two years. I don't know what another two years is going to look like as they mandate vaccines for your kids. That was on the ballot last night. You voted for it. Not you, but your, your fellow citizens. Now you have a choice to make. You. You're, this audience isn't for everybody, and I love that. I only want the producers, the Americans, the people who understand freedom versus tyranny. That's my goal. You don't have representation in the sewer of Illinois. Your best shot was this scumbag that I'm using as a foil. This moron, this corrupt piece of garbage, Adam Kinzinger, never worked a day in his life, has millions of dollars, and nobody gives a rip how. Because he prostituted his office. But what you can do is pick your ass up. It's uncomfortable. I know how uncomfortable. You know how many times I had to go back for a day? And I went, this is when I couldn't afford to fly. I would drive 24 hours to spend 12 hours to drive back. That's what it costs to be free. It's not easy. But the other side of the coin is you're just kidding yourself with thinking you're a homeowner in Illinois. Your taxes aren't based on the property. Your taxes are a penalty for buying real estate in a corrupt sewer. And the only way they could fund their scams is to pretend it's property taxes. Your sales taxes, your gas taxes, your tolls, licenses, all triple of what it is in free American states. That's what you can do. You don't have to take this because if you couldn't win now, 
after two and a half years of this fat pig who lied about the data shutting down your life, it ain't ever going to win. Ever. Now, there are states that did win. It doesn't have to be Florida. It doesn't have to be Tennessee. I think Arizona is going to go. How about Nevada? They're all over, all around you. Iowa, Nebraska, all around you. But to pay for this mafia, that's guaranteed massive growth. You want to know what section of the economy is going to grow? The corrupt one. This is the implosion of the American standards. Joe Biden has been a whore his whole life. He's like an alderman in Chicago. Five grand. Eat a banana and drop off a fruit salad, scumbag. He's like Bob Fioretti. Ooh, I'm a lawyer. You were a Democrat shakedown artist with a law firm for 25, maybe 30 years. Who can tell by your face? In the meantime, you, you, you get kicked out of the, the Irish mafia, and now you're a Republican. Oh, I'm a Republican. She's too far left. Shut your mouth, scumbag. Have standards. If this party had standards, they wouldn't let in the Bob Fiorettis. They wouldn't let in the Durkins. What do you mean your family's lobbyists? What? It's outrageous. Don't accept it. Or dress like a pigeon. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All right, I cannot believe how fast this show goes. By the way, the last hour I will be preempted by men in tights chasing balls, which I think is the real problem with yesterday. We'll discuss that and more in the future. In the meantime, let's go to Kira and Elgin. Hi, Kira. Hey, um, I'm listening to your show instead of being at a bar because I need to, to be inspired. Uh, thank you for that. Um, I did put a bed, bid on a house in Indiana. I know it's not far enough to go to Highland, Indiana, but it's far enough not to have to look at Pritzker. Yep. So we're leaving state so thank you for that my democratic neighbor when i told him that we're leaving the state good luck to you he said uh we had a little bit of a disagreement about the politics of democrats versus republicans and he said hey kira you have the right to have a fat dog just like women have the right to have an abortion well, Baby yeah. Murder Unite was the theme of the, the election. They were willing to tolerate the open, notorious corruption of the Democrat mafia, the fascism. They were willing to be forced to put an injection in their kid's arm because they want to kill their kids. So we're not going to reason with these people. That's always been my argument. But we can distance ourselves, Kara. Thank you so much. Excellent, excellent move. Now everyone gets mad at me. You shouldn't do that. No, no, no. You have one life. One the producers are being targeted by the corrupt scum. That is our tax system. That is the American economic system. It is the number two plank of the Communist Manifesto. This is the policy. This is the Worker Party Unite. They run under Soviet and Nazi propaganda, and they are very comfortable shutting down your life as you've just lived through. And that's who won last night. Not only that. He's 450 pounds of five foot six, married to another beauty queen. Uh, Chuck, Wisconsin. You there, Sean? I am. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Your show is uh, outstanding. I just wanted to make two points. One, uh, Pritzker the Hut had all of 120 people counted in his ballroom uh, speech last night. So when everyone thinks he's getting supported, he's not. And number two, 
after uh, over a half century of life, I finally cast a vote for a senator, not against every other one I've ever voted for. So keep up the Feels great good. work. Have a good one. Good for you, babe. Chuck and Dullivan, how'd you do, kid? Hey, how'd you do? I did uh, 2.2%. The guy that won, the Republican, uh, who was uh, Paul Ryan's uh, little puppet, that guy there, he was given uh, $3.5 million uh, from, well, just about anybody. What'd you and, have uh, about seven hundred fifty bucks? What'd you run on? No, I ran on. Uh, I was actually uh, uh, almost uh, fifteen hundred bucks. But uh, nice. when you when you divide it all, when it was all over with, each one of his votes cost uh, fifteen dollars. She gets the bank one point five million. Nice. The Democrat, uh, she was uh, Andrew. She was given a total of seven hundred eighty-two thousand dollars, and she kept uh, eighty of that, and then. Uh, was five dollars a vote. So you were fifteen hundred. What did it cost you? It, I, uh, it cost me one dollar and twenty two cents per vote. You know what that means? Chuck's the winner. Small victories, I, baby. I could buy. Yep. Thank you very much for all your help. Thank you, brother. And you don't have to shave your beard. I, I, do I really have to go? I got all these people on the line. All right, listen, I feel terrible. I got you all on the line. I got a guest coming up. It'll be a short segment though with the guest. If you're there, hang in. If not, I will. Uh, be back to take your calls after my next guest, who's John O'Connor, the Watergate lawyer. I love having him on. That'll be uh, coming up next. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I enjoy my next guest very much. I have great respect for him. He's a San Francisco attorney. Cracked the Watergate's deep throat mystery. He's the author of The Mysteries of Watergate. Aside from that, he has been fighting for the principles of law as the shield of the American people. Since he was a young man and his hair wasn't gray, his name is John O'Connor. John, thank you for joining me. How are you? Hey, Sean. Good to be with you. You know, John, I'm going to tell you, um, my, my fellow Illinoisan, is, has suffered a major political blow in the fact that we have a 435-pound medical expert that's controlling the, the governor mansion. And the word on the street is he's going to mandate this vaccine for children. Now, here's my, here's my thing. Law is to be the shield of the American, the honest man. Fascism is to be unconstitutional. The idea that countries around the world are investigating and examining all of the, the lies that were involved in the vaccine, all of the myocarditis, the kids that are experiencing all kinds of illnesses, the, the, the uptick in deaths around the world. Can the people of Illinois and the people that are strapped with these fascists around the country, can they defend themselves against this kind of open and notorious fascism? I mean, there's no other way to say it. It's fascism. Is there anything that people can do? Uh, well, the short answer is no, <laughs> not legally. Uh, the best thing they can do is rise up politically and make it a toxic issue for anybody who tries to do it. Unfortunately, back in different scares, public health scares in the early part of the 20th century, 
there came out some pretty strong language in Supreme Court decisions, which seems to allow if it's a, an emergency and, you know, and then, you know, that back in the days when the government is truthful about these things and allowing things like this uh, for the protection of the, you know, overall health and safety of the populace. And so, you know, like in San Francisco, uh, you know, when San Francisco was burning, it's okay to blow up a street of houses to prevent the fire from spreading. So these sorts of things that courts usually allow, believe it or not. Uh, So uh, but the thing that I think is really important here is in weighing the benefits and the costs of this stuff is that these vaccines did not do what everyone thought they would do, including the medical people behind them. They never energized or excited the T-cells, which is the long-term bodily function that will stay there forever and teach the body to build up an immune response. The problem is you had a short-term fix in each of these where you have the antibodies there for four to six months, and then they go away. So, um, yeah, I mean, it it, it would be better if this thing had long-term, just as a practical man, had long-term effects. Now what happens, as you point out, there's only, there's short-term, not short-term, but long-term harm to our kids, and very, very little, especially for kids, provable benefits in terms of keeping them alive. It's one thing to give a a vaccine to a 75-year-old, on the whole and on balance, okay, so he gets myocarditis, he's at least living and isn't going to die from the myocarditis, et cetera, et cetera. But now you do this to a kid that's six years old that isn't going to get anything serious anyway in the worst of circumstances, and now we've done stuff that may make him a long hauler. And it's really, uh, really, it's really unwise is the real issue. Uh, you know, you're really basically saying there's moderate, possibly slight, slight short-term benefits, but long-term uh, problems. And you know why, Sean, they passed this. They, he's concerned about it. There's one and only one answer, the teachers union. Randy oh. Weingarten, I think this is Chicago, and if I'm not yes. mistaken, uh, you know, and she's the one who's pulling the strings here. And if she says to do this, a guy like Pritzker says, you know, how high do I jump? And that's really what this is. These folks are Nazis. The Nazis are the teachers here. They don't John, want anything thank you. coming in there. <laughs> thank you so much, because, uh, you know, I've picked this out growing up here. And I, I walked around with that arrogance thinking it'll never really get to that level because ultimately I have law. I, I, my best friend's an attorney. I used to have the utmost respect for lawyers and law. It isn't until you see such open and notorious bastardization of American law. We just came out of an election cycle that was very disappointing to the, to the people who want to be free in Illinois and in, in these other mafia-run states. However, law didn't come to the rescue. I don't know if it can come to the rescue in the future. And ultimately, they lie about their platform to legitimize corruption and legitimize fascism. I'm still amazed that they're allowed to call things. We had something called the Amendment 1 Workers' Rights Act. What this did was simply solidify the strength of the municipal unions. It did nothing for the ordinary man. In fact, it just put into the Constitution that we are subjected to these insider, overpaid contracts to employees that can never be removed and fired, and when they retire, they retire as if they had $4 million in a a, a 401k. And at that point, you got to say to yourself, how do I come on air every day and tell these people not to put your house up on the market and sell tomorrow? And I do. I do that. 
Because that's the only answer my brain can go to. Well, the unions are so strong in Illinois that I believe there was a court decision not too long ago in which it was held that you could not remove these retirement benefits from workers there. And the gist of it was, now I don't know if this is affected by this uh, initiative or not, but the gist of it was, you know, you're not going to get out of this. You can go bankrupt all you want, but you still got to pay the, the retirement benefits that we've negotiated with the politicians that were paid so handsomely. Uh, that is to say, the teachers union has paid so handsomely. The civil service people have paid so handsomely. And that's really the problem. Those two people, those two entities in a room bargaining are not bargaining for you and me. No. They're bargaining bargaining for each other. One side gives political contributions to the politician. The politician again gives them things back. And this is the vicious and unvirtuous cycle that happens throughout American life now. Remember, the public employees, Franklin Delano Roosevelt and Walter Ruther, thought that it was anathema to have unionization of public employees because the whole idea is that the government is beneficent and it's not like these ugly profit-seeking capitalists who are hiring people. No, it's the government. You shouldn't need a union because they're theoretically, you know, they're working by the people, for the people, of the people, and all that stuff. Why are they bargaining against us? So, yeah. but but uh, politicians then decided to do it. I think it was uh, JFK allowed it at some point, this thing. Uh, uh, sort of reluctantly, he did it. Yes, he but did. But there shouldn't be any bargaining. There shouldn't be any bargaining, at least as to wages. Uh, as to public employees. So now look what happens. Now these people give these ridiculous contributions, and you're you're just uh, completely uh, imprisoned. In California, it's all over the place. The unions control elections in California, so you're never going to get a Republican in there. You're never going to get anybody that wants to get tough with the unions. And so, are you still and there? I'm talking about. Yeah, am I here? Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah. No, no. I mean, are you still in California? Did you stay? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm in California, although I don't go into um, San Francisco anymore. I've still got an office there, but I don't go in there unless I have my tack gear on, you know. Uh, so I just, it is I just a think really it's a dis- shame we have to live like this. I really mean that. I mean, I, it's heartbreaking. You know, I used to be so proud of these the, of the city of Chicago. I was so uh, proud to be a Chicagoan, and now it's something to be ashamed of. And when you realize it could all be avoided, but we've legitimized corruption. And when you see it spread to Washington, D.C., I mean, I think that the the main reason the Democrats needed to hold these important positions is to avoid prosecution from a president that is clearly compromised from foreign enemies. I don't know how else to well, say Well, that's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. I mean, the president is compromised, so he's more corrupt than any politician that's ever come down the streets in Chicago. Because let's face it, if somebody takes a bribe in Chicago or takes some money for something, all you're doing is getting increased taxi fares or paying too much for a, for a union job. But when a president is compromised, your whole history can go down the tubes. Uh, what happens to world balance when the Chinese take over Taiwan? They've already gotten, through a corrupt bargain, they've already gotten our missile guidance technici- uh, uh, technology, courtesy of Bill Clinton and Ron Brown. They got that back in uh, when Clinton was in office by paying enough money. And, uh, and you know, now we've got Hillary giving out uranium 
20% of our uranium supply. Yeah, that's my We've favorite. got Biden restricting our, our fossil fuels. So in the event of a war, we number one, they will have our technology. Putin will have our uranium. And uh, essentially, um, we won't have enough uh, fossil fuel to fight a war. We can't fight a war without enough fossil fuel. That's that's the main ingredient that helps the military is fossil fuel. That's why Japan bombed Pearl Harbor, because they didn't have enough of their own fossil fuel. They had to get it from someplace. And so uh, that's just a fact of life. And now we're weakening ourselves voluntarily, committing suicide. Meanwhile, Biden is corrupted by China. It's a terrible situation, Sean, and it's all corrupt. I thought when he admitted two days before the election that I have not given any more permits, there will be no drilling. I thought that maybe that would persuade some morons to to not vote for the mafia, but they'd rather be in on the fraud. And, you know, that's what we come to witness. But here's something that I, I, I want your opinion on. Fossil fuel oil producing energy companies can, through their own accord, simply shut down at this point isn't that the only thing the unions ever did that could be taken as a lesson i mean if you're going to oppress me if you're going to extort me if you're going to intimidate me i will simply become what you people are and sit on my ass and lock the door isn't that what they should do in this face of of what were witnessed in the election day yesterday well what's terrible about this sean is uh, there was a good article in the journal today about this what happens is is that the is that the fuel companies are realizing, as the airlines are, that they can just make, you know, amazing profits with this decreased supply. Yeah, because they've got something that is now doubled in value. You know, the, one day they have a few million barrels that's worth, you know, I don't know how much a, a barrel, forty dollars, let's say thirty dollars a barrel. Now it's one. And the next day, when Biden comes in, what is it? One hundred ninety? I don't know what it is. Fluctuates between eighty nine and one hundred, and and you know that's a manipulated cost. The reality is they've also franchised themselves into the green energy movement, where they're going to make money that's going to be from the government. I mean, it's a real pickle we're in here, kid. Oh, it is. It is, and there's. Uh, it's hard to get out. You can't get out the same door you came in. It's much harder to undo this stuff. And, uh, you know, it's it's terrible about this whole oil thing. I'll tell you one thing that could be done that won't be done, especially with no red wave. If there was a red wave, uh, then I think Biden might, underline might, be persuaded to, to increase drilling because there's he would you could interpret the results that way. Now he's interpreting the results as a way. I've just saw part of the press conference where everything he's done has been validated by the electorate here just like he said and he's doing all the right things and by god he's not going to change anything he's just going to keep doubling down so yeah he just said it well you know we're talking about also a populist that's economically illiterate i can't tell you how many people i know who i've run into just very nice marin county people that are otherwise very pleasant and attractive people you want to go to parties with them and you start talking about supply and demand and energy price they don't understand it it's, it's pretty simple really but they don't understand it and and so you know they come up with some excuse that it's you know really putin's fault or you know europe has got inflation too so it's okay for us to have inflation none of it makes any sense john i'm going to tell you from down here in florida where i moved 
I want to start a fund, and I want you to come over here. We'll put you up in a house in the whole nine yards, and we'll build a wall on the Florida-Georgia border, and we'll start our own country. Because the people who are here from all these other socialist, Marxist, communist utopias, they made a big statement yesterday, and that's the brightest spot in the nation. And come on, John, you're going to look good with a tan. Come on over to Florida. What do you say? Well, I'll tell you this. I'd like to go over there, uh, you know, to give my regards to President DeSantis is what I want to do. I like that. I like that. You know, you know what I mean? I mean, this guy and and look right now, unfortunately for Trump, he went out there and I'm not one. I don't I like his policies. I just want to say I like everything he did, just about everything. But but now he's done stuff that has really hurt him and hurt the country and hurt hurt the the conservative cause. And, you know, people are, are I can't tell you how many people I've talked to just today that are saying, OK, look, we got to move on. Uh, you know, everything, every candidate that is touched by Trump becomes a toxic bomb, uh, you know, even with even a, a perfectly good candidate. And so, look, we've got a guy that has shown that he knows what he's doing. He's an intelligent man. He's for he's a leader. Uh, yeah. And, you know, he's the best hope we have. And I, I think it's going to be, I'm going to get my popcorn and watch this primary. I well, I think, he, I think he likes them. Aside from that, I know he likes them. I think, that, I, I, I think people are underestimating the future. And it reminds me of when I was trading, and the smartest guy I know used to come and remind me, and I would be all opinionated, I'd have my charts, and he would say, remember, the one thing we know is that we don't know. And I tell myself that on a daily basis. So I'm optimistic, because one thing's for certain, the climate down here among the citizens is optimistic. And this is a bright area, and I think it can spread, but only if we get good people. I want all the people who are oppressed under the fascism by the fat pig in, in, in Illinois to come here. And I want John O'Connor here. So you let me know. The good news for you is I own well, a company called Liberty Real Estate Services. Don't forget. Okay. Okay. for a cheap plug. Well, you didn't listen, think I'd get a cheap what, plug on an interview for you, did you? But I did. No, no, not at all. Where are you in Florida, Sean? Naples. I just got hit with Ian. Uh, I lost a car, but, you know, you can always buy another car. Oh, listen, that's fantastic. Well, there's yeah. a lot of my buddies from Chicago are down there. I went to school with a whole lot of uh, Chicago guys, and that's when they're where they're going. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's quite the place. And I think, you know... I'd love to come down there and, and chat with people at some point. I'm going to have our, my producer, Honey Bunny, send you my, my cell phone. You stay in touch with me because I'm dying to, to shake your hand. I've been an admirer of yours because you've been putting up the fight for the American people since you were a very young man through the 70s, through the 80s, with OPEC, with all of it. And I'm just proud that you come on my show. John O'Connor, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Hey, take care, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Rotten shame. People of Illinois have picked their poison. If you are not in the mafia, you do not have representation. If you long to be, it's easy. The standards are extremely low. You could be fat and useless, and you're just their target. But one thing's for certain. The honest, good earners of Illinois have zero representation. Andrew in Bourbonnais. What's up, Sean? Um, Andrew. 
I'm doing a little down today. Um, I've been uh, listening to you for about a year and a half and uh, tried calling a few dozen times, but glad I got through. So thank you for taking my call. Thanks for calling, um, Dave. Thanks for listening. I've been here most of my life and just frustrated with Biden, Pritzker, Illinois in general, and um, wanted your opinion. So I've got less than a decade with a local union. I won't say which one. It's all right. Don't... And about uh, <clears throat> a little over 10 years and working in a petroleum industry. I got a decent pension. I got a nice house. I got a wonderful family. Um, what do you tell all your uh, listeners that are in my situation? I have a, I have a half brother in the same position, the same position, different union, but same position, same position. And I tell him to focus on his exit strategy and to make certain that his kids do not do not grow do not have to live there once they become of age. To send them off to college to a different state, which is what I did. You well, my have kids to make, are young. You have to make the best and plan. So you've got to weigh the, the cost, right? What's the best plan? Yeah. Can you take your union, theoretically, will help you get a job if you were to move? Will well, they do that? Be clear, I'm, not, I'm no longer in the union. I've oh, been yeah. out of the union for over a decade. Oh. So now I'm with a, in the petroleum industry. I'm not going to say what company either. No, but no. It's a big one. Let's call it that. And um, love my job, love the people I work with, um, but this try to this move around. Was kinda, my yeah, answer it, is try to move around. My answer is to tell your supervisor, your company, go to them, say, "Hey, do you have a position in a better place?" That's all. Yeah. And you know, you got yeah. here's the thing, Andrew. You have one life, but your kids are young. If you right. maybe make yourself uncomfortable and you come and you you put them in a in a good place, they'll never know what it's like to be abused as a citizen. But but the idea, and this is very serious for me, because I say it, and you know everybody thinks I'm joking. I I will not put an experiment in my body. That's me. We won't I mean, either. This sort of, and, no. So if you're gonna if you're gonna have this this fat slob mandate that your kids have to have it or they don't go to school, well then they, a they don't go to school, and you're better off homeschooling them. I mean, you see the quality That's... of teachers. Nobody can say the word ask. In the meantime, yeah. you have the you have the opportunity of. Making their life better, even if yours is worse, and that's what our fathers—that's what fathers do, right? I remember when my kids were little, brother. I would go from one job to the next job. I'd stay up all night. This is what I and I would tell myself, well, it's to make your kids comfortable. And they went at that time. It was school that I had to pay for and the rest of it. But I—that's I, what we're supposed to do as men. So is it going to be easy for you? No. But better you suffer than they suffer. No, we're we're there. It's. Uh... You know, they've taken so much from us. We used to go downtown to Chicago. It was a big thing. It was like once a year we go catch a Cubs game, diehard sure. Bears fans. And um, I proposed to my wife at Wrigley, you won't catch us dead north of 80. You know, it's, it's insane. It, it's Well, you probably would catch us dead if we went north of 80. But <laughs> Yeah, um, you're, you're driving the car that says rob me on it. And, you know, yeah, this, right. is the sad, this is the sad thing. But rather than acclimate yourself, the flaw of humanity is we can survive in any situation we have. If you go out through history, we've got it easy compared to our ancestors. And that's what you tell yourself. You have yeah. it easy. I don't know where your lineage comes from, but think about what those people risked to come to America. And what were they leaving? They were leaving what you're leaving. Fascism. Corruption and an oligarch-run system. Exactly what you're leaving. You have the comforts of modern times to do it. And you're always, you're clearly a worker. 
you're always going to do better. Not only that, it's a, it it's a cost factor. The cost to live in Illinois is significantly higher than a well-run, non-corrupt state. Whether you go to Tennessee, whether you go to uh, just a border state, you're better off, babe. You are. You just don't feel like it. But listen, yeah. never get down because you were born with that ethic to want more, to want a better life. Don't ever let anybody crush that from you. And this is the goal, to put you into this stupor. You see it in these areas where they've become ghettos. Those people once had that optimism, and now they've learned to manipulate that system to where they've given up on themselves and bent over for a, 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 a mafia. And the, all they got to do to get a better house is vote for a Democrat. All they got to do to get an inside job, vote for a Democrat. And then you become acclimated to the Democrat mafia. Don't let that happen to your kids. You owe it to them. All right, brother? Yeah. I'm going to try hard. One more last thing I did want to ask you. Assuming all this stuff does kind of come as it's coming, this amendment that he's pushing for the mandatory uh, shot, legally, where, where does that stand with your opinion? Is it going to well, be? Well, I just had John O'Connor on. Yeah, and if you know who John O'Connor, look this guy up, man. It's amazing what he did for this country. He was in every big case in the 70s. He fought OPEC in the 80s. He's a legal scholar, and he basically told you, not nah, in, in that state, there's nothing you can do. I believe him. And, and here's the thing. What are you going to do? You're going to hire lawyers, and then they're going to grind away what money you have? No, forget about it. It's easier to pick up, sell your joint, and go somewhere else. You'd be better off. I mean, that's, you know how hard that is to give you that advice? I'm a Chicago radio host. And I am I've, telling you, I've been listening. Yeah, the, I, I get it. I, the Pollyannas are going to tell you, you know, oh, join the Republican Party. You know, you, you've been listening. So you know how I feel about these Republicans. I loathe them more, more than the Democrats. At least the Democrats have an excuse to sell you out. They tell you straight up. So, yeah, I, I, I get it. I just uh, it's a it's a big jump to do it. You know, this was our last grasp and it's like it's crumbling. So, no, brother, you're young. You're young. You're always young. You know what? I'm 54. You know something? I'm young. I get up every day and I think to myself, what can I do today that 30 years from now I'll say, damn it, why, weren't, why didn't you pick your head out of your ass and do something? I still think <laughs> like that. I still don't know yeah. what I want to do when I grow up. Andrew, hang oh. on. You're gonna get it, whatever you do, you're going to do it in one of my shirts. Hang on. Give Andrew a shirt. Cream Puff Jim, raking it in on the municipal pension. What's up, Chubby? Uh, hi, Sean. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, how are you? I'm just thinking, like, I'm handicapping the governor uh, racer. Uh, Pritzker versus DeSantis. I'd make DeSantis a slight favorite. But if it was Gavin Newsom against DeSantis, I'd make Newsom a slight favorite. Any two I think he'd be a favorite over DeSantis and for a couple of reasons. He's got more electoral votes to bring to the table. But the guy with the most money is Pritzker. Yeah. But... Uh, I think eventually... No, I think you're wrong, brother. I think you need to look into the lineage, the family lineage of any Tusum Newsom. He's a Hearst. He descends from the Hearsts. They're both trusted. Do you think he's got a few few billion states away? Oh, come on, bro. You know, the Hearsts Hearsts were stealing before it was was acceptable. You know, Abe Pritzker did did, uh, handle a lot of the outfit money, but it's, it's Pritzker's, I guess they call him his brother. Did you ever see the one that lives in California that runs triathletes? Take a look at Pritzker's brother and take a look at his mother's security guard. It's almost as funny as Diana. He's the only Pritzker that doesn't look like Fred Flintstone. Check it out. Very funny. All right? We'll take care. In the meantime, you know, you're going to watch it from that Democrat mafia state, and I'll be in the free state. 
Edward on the north side. Yeah, Sean, can you hear me? Beautifully. Okay, yeah. Let me give you my opinion as an independent. And by the way, I'm glad to hear you say you don't like Republicans or Democrats either. No. Okay. I think if the uh, Republicans are going to get back in the White House, they're going to have to back Trump, and I'll tell you why. He's the only guy that can excite people, and he's willing to take unpopular positions. And as far as both of these parties go, he's so right. They're nothing but a bunch of bums who sit there and argue and debate and get nothing done. You're going to need Trump. That's interesting, Edward. I like like the opinion very much, and I like the fact that... uh... You sound like you've been around a while. And well, I'm sti- 77 years old, uh, and you're Sean. Still an I've lived independent. in Chicago all my life, and I hate both parties. Yeah. Uh, that's why I agree with you. I'm glad to hear you say you don't like the Republicans. Oh, it's either. a duopoly, Edward. They, are, they both have the same banker. Yeah. And in there, that's how they protect themselves. That's why you hear Adam Kinzinger, he, he defends Nancy Pelosi. It's why he takes up the talking points. And, yeah. you know, in the meantime, Edward, who pays the cost? are the ordinary working man who's not in on the mafia. And, you know, I, you don't think I could have been in on this scam? Brother, let me tell you something. I was 21 years old. They came to, come on, you want to be a fireman? You want to do this? Get involved. Not on your life. I'd rather be broke, broke with yeah. my dignity, broke with my integrity, than rich right. without it. Thank you, right. Edward. I appreciate it. And there's a lot of us. It's not just, There's millions and millions and millions of us. What if we all were in one place? Ooh, that would be phenomenal. We used to be. It used to be called America. Now here we're going to take one of our favorite callers. Pete two times. He's been telling everybody to get out the vote. The good news is he's not going to tell you that now. Are you, Kevin, from Austin, Texas? No, I'm not going to tell people to vote. I'm going to say that uh, right. I'm excited that you started the, your uh, show today with the news that uh, Durkin is going to step down as a leader. Yeah. He's, I, wouldn't it be funny I, if he used Ed Burke's son? Who sells real estate in Florida to relocate his his fat headed Irish short in the pants family? So what what I wanted uh-huh. to say was, would you Not love to, to have some influence on changing the 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 Illinois uh, Republican Party to make it more like minded with you? I I I I will not cooperate with the scum. That no, I mean, I'm not asking you to cooperate. Why do you think because people? Durkin, because Durkin steps down, he's not going to step into the lobbyist side of that? Like I'm Pat not, Brady, it's on the lobbyist side. You know, I'm you remember Pat Brady, scumbag, talking, the Pat Brady, the little tiny one, the skinny one, who wants you to feel sorry about him because he had tragedy in his family, and he doesn't want I'm you to asking, look that he's a dirtball lobbyist. All right, please don't call me off. I'm asking you if you would like. Like-minded people, listeners that listen to you, to have more influence and more sway as far as how decisions are made by the, the Republican Party in Illinois. I like fighting. You, you could you ask anybody that grew up with me. I never fought anybody my size, or rarely did I fight one guy. Yeah, I, don't so mind, wanna... I don't mind fighting against so... the odds. But what you have there yeah. is a systemic crime syndicate. That is down to your municipality, through your county, and now it has expanded to DuPage, which is how Keith Peacow lost. And if that man well, of integrity, yeah, he lost of dignity, a lot of people stay it's home. over. A of Stick a fork players. in it. You lost the argument. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Great 
song in one of my favorite movies with Tom Cruise and Paul Newman. The pool movie. His hair was perfect. Fantastic song. You know, people are, uh, my wife in particular, gets all mad when I yell at Kevin. Or not yell, but disagree with Kevin. But the reason I disagree is simple. You have one life. What are you supposed to do, waste four more years? Four more years of Pritzker and mandates and the pay-to-play corruption that is the syndicate. La Cosa Nostra, the Democrat outfit that has destroyed New York, New Jersey, California. You know how beautiful that state is? You realize the size of the economy they, they destroyed. The energy, the self-induced economic turmoil. Pritzker lowered the taxes on your gas so this he could get elected. He's elected. How much longer? You think it'll take till next Tuesday? Put me down for next Tuesday, squirrel. Don in Chicago, how long before the taxes go back in Chicago? Hello. Uh, no, I was just talking about the election. All right, go so, ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I don't talk me off the ledge here a little bit, but I don't know if this is going to help people or not. But basically, you know, this country, if you notice the last two elections, it's always 50-50. We're so close to 50-50. And if we end up with an extra seat or two instead of the red wave we wanted, I think we take that as a win because, you know, we're kind of split 50-50. Yeah, it's a great show, if nothing else. It's a very entertaining theater act. I think it's fascinating. And then within oh, yeah. that 50-50, I've got one guy in burlap underpants who thinks he's Jesus on his next life. I've got Adam Kinzinger's, and we've got all kinds of corrupt whores. So this is a wonderful entertainment show. But what about what I asked John O'Connor about? Isn't fascism illegal in America? And it comes to be that the answer is no. And in there lies the problem. Because you know what, Don? It's supposed to be. And if it was... The kind of open corruption that Democrats practice wouldn't be tolerated. It would be prosecuted. But instead, they can run cover. Who's the, 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 who runs the Department of Justice? Oh, yeah, a Chicago Democrat mafia member who looks like a ferret. Thank you very much, Don. I love the optimism, and there is optimism. But the optimism isn't in depending on a system that always seems to where you just, you just missed it. You missed it by that much. system is in you deciding that for you and your family... You want those American principles. So sometimes you have to do what your ancestors did. Sometimes you have to do what the people from the Democrat-run utopias like Venezuela or Cuba or the former Soviet Union or Ukraine, the oligarch-bastardized pretend country. And you have to make yourself uncomfortable and go to freedom. That's the answer I could come up with. I'm always going to tell you the truth. You might not agree with me, and I might be wrong. I wanted to be wrong about my predictions of Illinois. I really did. Truly. Never wanted to be wrong more. But yet... I wasn't. John and Palatine. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Good, John. Hey, uh, I, I just kind of wanted your opinion on this. Uh, last night uh, during the show, uh, everybody was talking about uh, the dismal performance of uh, uh, Republicans in Illinois, and I kind of had to laugh to myself because who in Illinois is, uh, like, let's say nationally, uh, Trump is either they the leader or a leader in the Republican Party. But here in Illinois, we have a complete vacuum. I mean, would you say Adam Kinzinger is Adam Kinzinger. the head of the uh, leader of the... What I would say is, of the if, Republican you Party the exam, in Illinois, if, if you look at the leadership of Illinois Republican Party, your answer is right there. Who do you have? Scourge. 
corrupt frauds yeah, who and, love and second place. Yeah, and the other thing is... And they're all rich. Well, I don't know if you were here, uh, Sean, uh, for the polling, but yeah. you walk into the polls in, 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 in the suburbs of Chicago, and, and some jamoke hands you a Sharpie. So yeah. what are we going to be using for 2024, a paintbrush? I like it, John. And the answer is, yeah. Well, And that's if you got through the other union morons in their leather coats like it was 1952 who were handing you ballots of who to vote for their Democrat mafia bosses. So, John, that's why uh, I was not there this time, because for the first time in my adult life, I voted in a state with integrity and honesty, and that's what I want for you. I want it for Judy who left. I want it for Rich in Indian Head Park. I want it for Phyllis in Aurora. I want it for everybody. I want it for everybody because that's what you deserve. You're Americans. And you deserve it. Now listen, we're going to go stream only. Men in tights chasing balls. We're going to discuss that in the next hour. More people know about every stat of every one of these strangers than they know about policies on the ballot that passed in a mafia-run Democrat hellholes around the nation. We'll discuss that as men in tights chase balls for the whole next hour, me and you. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. All right, so we are unfettered. Now, here's the thing, Squirrel. You incentivized me to swear the last time, and a bunch of women got mad at me. Do not make me swear. You smarmy, son of a... He almost got me again. He almost got me again. Mike in Geneva. Hey, Sean. I was listening to, or watching, actually, Channel 2 News last night, election coverage. They had Pat Brady on there as an analyst. He literally called out Dan Proft by name, saying that, Dan and whatever pack that he created and all the money they generated to, you know, support candidates or whatever, accomplished nothing and is actually divisive for the Republican Party. I was surprised to hear him be so blunt. Oh, well, Pat Brady's a smarmy lobbyist scumbag who loses when it comes to raising money to to Dan Proft and has a chip on his little tiny Irish mafia shoulder. Now, here's the other thing. Did he mention, did the the reporter mention next generation strategies at all? Mm, They talked about what they're going to do going forward and how somehow we need to come together. That was all. Pat Brady can kiss my perfect ass, and I'll tell you why. He is the founder of next generation strategies. Pat Brady is a fraud who, in my opinion, sabotages careers rather than helps them. Pat Brady is the kind of Republican. He's First of all, he was a never-Trumper. He's the kind of Republican that supports Adam Kinzinger. He's the kind of Republican that supports the Durkins and likes that money-laundering scheme of corruption. He's not related to the other Fat Brady, who's, I, I believe it's his wife that has ridiculous amounts of video poker machine uh, uh, gaming rooms, not to mention the, the, the pot dispensaries. And the uh, where they growers, he they're all involved in that. Pet Brady's so a tied into all, that. He, all of it. Look it up for yourself, brother. I mean, you know, I always want you to double check. But yeah. Pet Brady's whole shtick is, I'm a widower. Feel sorry for me. And by the way, I'm a lobbyist. And Pat Brady is is the response of of why, in my opinion, he gives terrible advice to very very good people. That's my opinion. 
I have a friend of mine, Mike, that plays right into this, who I love like a family member, and his name is Gary Rabine. Gary Rabine. Sean, how are you, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I, first of all, I want to say why I, I, I text you back to please call in. You offered that um, guy a job with one of your numerous companies that is going to probably be moving out of Illinois after what you saw last night. Am I right? Yeah, you know, that's not, not just one person, but we have three leaders of our companies that are really demanding to get out and get out of Illinois out of the 13 companies we have, and there'll be more that will follow after they get out, right? And I, I got to tell you, one of these guys, one of the most valuable minds you could have in Illinois in business and politics is a, uh, a guy uh, that was an amazing state senator, um, a guy named Dan Duffy, okay? Dan Duffy. Oh, uh, yes, served. wonderful guy. Yes, yes, smart guy, integrity, yes, yes, yes. Everything you and I look for in a leader, he's got it. And, and so I, I recognize that as he's a great, a great servant statesman, not a politician. He only wanted to serve two terms and go back to work. So when he went back to work, eventually we recruited him and gave him a, you know, put a, a great, great opportunity for him to be a CEO of one of our companies. Okay, That company is now a company worth about 10 times what it was when he came on board. He's that good. He's that valuable. Okay. Loves our state. He's from the south side of Chicago. Okay. He went home last night and, and when the elections were, he got home late like he does often from work. When the elections were kind of, uh, it, was a, it was a foregone conclusion that Darren Bailey lost and this Amendment 1 came in. And, and uh, his wife is a strong-willed woman, Irish girl. Yep. She was crying. Okay. She was crying. He said, "What?" He goes, "Honey, I know it's terrible, but you know what? Why? why you know, don't don't cry over this." She says, "She says, honey, what? This is the thing. We have we we have five kids. Our kids are no longer going to be Illinoisans, and we're never we're we're going to. You want to leave? We're going to leave with their company." He said, "But our kids will no longer. Our family will never no longer be together like we are. Our kids are off to college. It's not, a couple finishing high school. These kids are not going to come back to Illinois. We're going to be spread across the country." And she's thinking of the future where the their company, their, 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 forget about business, their family is going to be broken in pieces. And, and, and this is terrible. And this is what's going on in our state today. It's not just the businesses. Not, it's no, not I, all about business. It's about family that we're ruining in this state when we do stupid crap like this Amendment 1 and, and elect idiots like J.B. Pritzker. And, you know, this is why I wanted you. You know that. And, you, you, you know, I know you told me just get on team and you're that kind of guy and you got behind Bailey. And listen, that's great. But, uh, but to me, I think in my heart of hearts, it would have been a better chance with you because you were able to talk on your feet and push back against the fraud of this socialist agenda, which has, has really brought in a lot of unfortunate young people who are who that's who's responsible for this victory nationwide for the Democrats. The young people who came in and were indoctrinated to think that there is some sort of utopia on earth, and they were steered away from the corruption, which I think you could have pointed out as somebody who's honest and has been a victim of the mafia himself. You know, I, I, I'm still taking your loss hard, let alone Bailey's. And, uh, you know, that's just my two cents. And that's why I'm excited about the fact you're moving as much as it pains me. And I've dealt with that from relatives. Listen, not all my relatives can move. I got people calling me up, my family members of my wife's side. They're very, very, very upset in the same scenario. And to me, the answer is you either make the most of your life in one form or another or you roll over. I mean, that's the game of life, isn't it? To make the most of it. And if the climate is against you, change the climate. 
Yeah, well, you know, you said it right. When you, you know, you're talking about we have a, we have a short life to live, right? And I, I'm like you. I'm 59. I feel like I'm a young guy. I'll, I'll, I'll take on anything in life still, and I think I hope I can for another 30 years, right? But yeah. you need to do it in a atmosphere where you're allowed to maximize your strengths. And right now, uh, great entrepreneurs, I consider myself and my many of my team members great entrepreneurs, great entrepreneurs like us that innovate will no longer call Illinois their address. Now, I've got businesses that are stuck here. I've got leaders that are stuck here and families that are stuck here. So I'm not leaving the state yet, but my some of my best businesses with the best people are leaving. And the ones that to. can leave are going to be gone. And that's, 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 what we, that's what we have in Illinois. We have a state where if you can leave, you will be gone because these dumbasses that, that continue to do stupid things for their own best interest instead of the best interest of everybody here. And, and, and again, it, it, it's... And it goes to, to the beautiful argument of the philosophy of what is the true difference in, in, in the parties? What is the true difference in people? And it's very, very simple. There is a vast majority now, clearly a majority in Illinois, that view businesses as their target to sustain their own life on. This is the argument that Karl Marx wanted to create, to use law and government to rob producers in the name of those non-producers. This is the philosophical argument of freedom versus socialism versus tyranny. And okay, the people of Illinois prefer government to be the thief. So, so you mentioned this a little bit ago, and you're right on, on this, okay? Look at those idiots, those Republicans, those, those sellouts, okay, that, 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 that put this thing, forget about the Democrats, we know who they are, okay? Right. But think about these idiot Republicans, these sellouts, that allowed Amendment 1 to go on the ballot, okay? <laughs> Guess what? And into one in the restaurant. It was a restaurant in, the other day in Barrington, a, a breakfast restaurant. And one sits down by me. I know him. I like the guy. I think he's a nice guy. But guess what? I, I found out he he voted for this, or he put the, helped put this on the ballot with these other sellouts. Okay. And so I so I said, come on over and let's talk a minute. His guest wasn't there yet. He sat by, by myself and my friend. Okay. And I said, do you, do you did you do you know what happened? Do you realize some of these guys down in Springfield, along with you, actually signed this thing and put this put this thing on the ballot? And and I go, how stupid are these people? Knowing that he was one of them, right? He said, he goes, uh, well, it's not that stupid, you know. It's just it's on the ballot. It's never going to pass. I said, can you imagine these idiots who who's stupid enough to do this? And he said, Gary, actually, I got to tell you, I, I'm I'm one of those stupid guys. He goes, but it wasn't those stupid. It's never going to pass. He said. I said, are you kidding me? For you to do, for you to do this, I can't believe you would ever do this. I said, how crazy is it? But for you to do this as a person that cares about the state of Illinois and and business and labor in Illinois, he doesn't. It is ridiculous. He doesn't. He, care. Does, he doesn't. You give him that it, grace it, it, you're, because you inherently are a decent person. I start off from the aspect of you're a scumbag, low life rat. Now prove you're not. And you, I could fit the eye through through a needle of the people that get there, like you. And this is something you know. I didn't know you from a chili pepper. It wasn't until I met you and talked to you that I came to the conclusion. And this is why this is who my audience is. This is who it's for. I don't let the scum on here. You know how many pretend Republicans called Honey Bunny and said, I want to come on the show? Get the hell out of here, scumbags. I'd call them out by name. We had that Bob Fioretti piece of dung that wanted to advertise. I told the people in, in, in the studio, I don't want the money. Get them off my damn show. And this is why you have to live your life like this. Because at the end of the day, Gary, look what you've done with your life and look where you started. None of it matters when you're on that bed dying. None of it matters. All that matters is how you lived. And that is something that the IRS or Democrat scum cannot take away from you. And this is why it is important to distance yourself from these scum and not let them profit from you.
And that's what you do. Yeah. When you have a business and you pay all your taxes and you're honest, Abe, and you do all the right things, they're making fun of you. And you yeah. have, no, you know, I, I see it with you, with other Republicans who say, you, you know, look at, the, look at what this guy did. They view you keeping your money as greedy versus the idea they all want to take it from you. That's the true greed. The true greed yeah, is the well, scum that wants to take someone else's money, not the guy that wants to keep his own. Well, let me tell you, it's not greed. And business people in Illinois are, are paying the price to be in business here. They're paying more to be in business here than anywhere else in the country now. If they're here, we got to say, God bless them. What do we do to take care of them? Instead, they're saying, how do we tax them more? And they will not stay much longer, unfortunately. No, I got the, our, I got our, the cigar store, Gary. I got the cigar store. Yeah. I keep it because I, I, got the, I got a relative that uh, you know, I, I want to give it to them. And uh-huh. it's, it's floundering now because I'm here. You know, nobody goes in the place. But when you realize that in Illinois, to buy that product, you're paying 44% taxes. When you come down to Florida, you buy the same product, you pay 6 That's the kind of abuse and profiteering that the mafia puts on businesses that open and thrive and work in Illinois. That is not just. That is unjust. And that is, I have to close it out of principle. Absolutely, buddy. Hey, you're awesome. To keep thank up you. the good work. Let me know when you need me anywhere, okay? Thanks you're for the everything. Best. Gary Rabine, thank you very much for calling the show. This is the this is the ultimate fundamental base argument and the philosophy you're combating. The reason that they vote for morons with tumors on their head that can't speak. This guy is mentally incapacitated. I'm not talking about the president, I'm talking about the senator. The same state elects a dead guy. Why? Because the players in that party are irrelevant. It's the overarching philosophy of government-managed life. Government picks the people who make, and they strip their assets in the name of the people who get nothing. Do you know how tempted I was to get that welfare roach girl on? She's all excited because November got another emergency allotment. They're bribing welfare people to continue to vote. This is how you turn great neighborhoods into ghettos, great cities into Chicago, great counties into Cook, and great states into led by fat bastard Pritzker. That fat pig of a man is going to mandate medical advice to your child. That's where you got to draw the line. I mean, isn't the line supposed to be somewhere? I think the line is there. What do you think? Because I, I don't want to... I, I did you another favor. I didn't play his fat ass cheering the idea that he thinks he has a mandate now. Urinating in your ear, ear telling you he's going to represent you and unite you. He's been ruling over Illinois. Like a fat pig dictator. He's not even fair to compare him to Mussolini. At least Mussolini could see his feet. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Men in tights chasing balls. We are live on Asshat, Rumble, 560theanswer.com. And I think that's about it. And then at the end of the night, we'll be on iTunes and all the rest of it. Uncle Ralphie, what the hell are you doing in the North Burbs? I'm not in the North Burbs. I just never changed my cell phone because too many people have it. Oh, so you're in Texas right now. With all your exes. I sure am. Yeah, yeah I sure am. Uh, you know what? I have no faith left in these assholes in this country. They they just, 
Pennsylvania, by the way, has taken off the number one spot. They, they elected a footstool and a stiff. How yeah. how unbelievable is that? It's awesome. And I, you know, the, we we had three seats down on the border that they had these really pretty Mexican ladies were running against. One one two lost. And I said, these people are getting overwhelmed with two hundred thousand immigrants a day walking through, dropping fentanyl on the ground. Cutting people's heads off, they don't listen. How far are you from? Are, are you far from the border? Oh, I, uh, let me put it this way: the part of Texas I'm in, El Paso is just as close to Chicago. Wow, <laughs> Texas is a big state, my friend. Oh, I know. I'm it's... a good. I'm a big five. I'm a good five hours from the border. Oh, okay, good, good. I never know. No, yeah, I'm up. I'm close. I'm, I'm only about an hour from the Ohio, uh, Ohio, Oklahoma border. Oh, they, they, they have uh, a lot of turmoil there in Oklahoma. What is uh? What's your what? What do you think about Pat Brady? I, I'm reading here your two cents on Pat uh, Brady. Brady. You know what? I, when I was in the Tea Party, this, this, this he was also a guy. One of the Brady's ran for uh, uh, governor back in around. That's his. That's that one. That's not related. That's the big fat one. Yeah. Okay. He walked in with this big smile on his face, and I said, "You know, I said, uh, I ask you a question. You got sanctuary cities in the in the city in the state. What about uh, what, what? How do you break federal law?" He goes, "And he's smiling." I said, what in the F are you smiling about? I'm asking you a freaking question. And he just, he just kind of blanched, and I said, how are you? I said, uh, you know what? Let's start a sanctuary city for not paying our freaking tax. Yeah. And the guy, all you could do was smile. I said, geez, what a I moron. asked him, I went to a, I was invited, I used to call into the radio stations, and I got invited by a guy in Wheaton who, who was a wonderful guy, and he said he was hosting a private fundraiser for him. And I went to the fundraiser. I didn't know a chili pepper there. And I walk in, and, and uh, Murphy from Citibank was there. I saw him, and his wife said it was the first time he smiled since he left the Merck. But anyway, I said, are you going to join the other states, if you're elected governor, in the pushback against Obamacare? He basically froze on the question. And then I looked into who that yeah, piece of guy. He's a fracking fraud, the son of a developer, another pansy, never worked a day in his freaking life. He's another example of an Illinois Republican. Really, they're such scum. Hey, there, there are no Republicans in Illinois. You know what? And you're right. The Republicans, are, they're supposed to be the opposition party. They, at least the Democrats say, hey, we're Marxist, here we come. Stop yeah. us. And the Republicans, him and Haw, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. You know, he's a nice guy outside of the chambers. You know what? Screw them. Pot, okay, I'll you talk don't to you later, to Uncle Ralph. See, he's always got to go just that extra step. You know, the difference is he's doing it in cowboy boots versus uh, Bruno Mollies, like when I know him. Dan, Palos Heights. Hey, Sean, how you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. Maybe you can solve this for me. Why would a guy spend $171 million to keep a job that he doesn't take a salary from? Because he never made the $171 million. Right? I know, but doesn't that send a red flag to you if you were a voter? No, not for a guy like Pritzker. Listen, this guy's never been a man in his life. Never, never been a man. Never worked an honest day. Never did anything on his own. His whole life, he was in the shadow of his father, who, by the way, the father was a decent guy. If you look at the grandfather, that's the scum, Abe. But if you look at, at, at what the father did, the father worked constantly. He's the one who built the hotels. Now they had huge money, but still he did he did something. What did Pritzker do, J.B. Pritzker? Him and his brother had that idiot building in the city where they, they made it for kids who were uh, in the Internet business. Do you know what the deal was with that? He'd let you go there and pretend you had an office and use it as an address. But if you created anything or invented something or whatever your company's revenue was, 
He took a fifty percent cut, Mo. That's like that's uh-huh. like that's like gangster extortion. Fifty percent. He gave you your rent of a building that at the time, I mean, who knows what he could have generated, but whatever the case is, and you you got to go to work there like you had an office, but if you invented something or your business brought in money, he got a fifty percent cut. And that that's what they consider his job. This guy never worked a day in his life. So his brother takes half of the money or whatever when they when they get the settlement from suing the, the, the estate. And he goes out to California, the brother who's the only one that doesn't look like Fred Flintstone. And he's this kid's smart. He's an operator. And he gets him to grow that money by giving seed money. He's a venture capitalist. He takes their money and becomes a venture capitalist in California and makes a fortune. I mean, everything from Groupon to you name it. And that's the money he's got. So $171 million, this is like if you and I go out and we go play cards and we win 700 and you go to the dollhouse and you throw 300 on the table, what do you care? We won the 700 right? That's all it is. I don't know. I mean, it, and he gets to pretend to be a job. Plus, he's a demigod. He wants to be a god. And look it, Dan, look it. This guy with one fell swoop, he negated all the businesses of all the people that worked. He said, no, you're not open. All of your kids, everything. He makes all the decisions. $171 million of money he didn't make? That's nothing. He gets, to be a, he gets to be not only somebody, but a god. And the it, people of Illinois who are willful slaves to this fat pig, they say, okay, do it again. That's enough for me. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, he pulled the toilets out of his cart, the, the house he played cards in. To yeah. avoid two hundred thousand. Well, if you want to ask me if he's going to make more money, one million. Yeah, let me. Maybe yeah. I. Maybe if you're going to ask me if he's positioned to make more money on policies, the answer is yes. Yeah, that's what right? I'm. You know, because him and his pretty- sister. How many? Who knows how many real estate Section Eight housing in in Illinois they own? Who knows? Who knows the land deals yeah. and who knows? If if you're asking me, do I think that'll return bigger than one hundred seventy-one million to his assets? The answer is yes. But yeah, aside from that. Aside from that, he's a god in a country that you're supposed to be a free man. Government is supposed to be restrained, not you. In Illinois, each and every Illinoisan is waiting for the government to tell them if it's okay to go to work, go out of their house, put a mask on, then don't put a mask on. I mean, that's that's the mind of a slave, brother. So it's a twofold win for him. This is the first time he looks like a man. Look at him, all dolled up in his big fat suit like a refrigerator with a blanket on it. In the meantime, he's got that handsome, lovely wife of his who, for the first time in her life, thinks, okay, well, maybe he is a man. This is a big win for him. And, and the whole time, he spent someone else's money. He never made a dollar of that money, legit. Thank you, Dan. I got to go to, I can't take Megan. I got to go to break. All right, let's go. Megan, Orland Park. Oh, hey, I'll make it quick because you're going to go to break. Um, so my son's a junior in college in Illinois, and I said to him, hey, you're going to have to go ahead and look out, out of state for your graduate degree Good. and look at the place that you want to live um, that's a red state. And he agreed. Good. I told my kids, you come back to Illinois under any circumstances. You owe me every penny. Every penny. Yeah, I mean, you I come want, back with a husband, get I'll out. get my money. I'll drag somebody. Believe me, I'm from, I used to get money. I'll get my money. You come back, you owe me every penny. That'll keep them out. you got to cut deals with these that's- kids. Because you got to make sure your grandkids that you haven't met yet, that they don't live under the fascism of this 420-pound fat, useless pig. Thank you very much, Megan. 312-642-5600. Paul in northwest Indiana, you will be first when I get back. 
Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I'm going to take Paul in Northwest Indiana because he's been waiting a while. But I'm going to finish on to why the Republicans who pretend to be so sophisticated are very comfortable losing. But that'll be after I take Paul in Northwest Indiana. Stop showing off to the Illinoisans with your Illinois with your Indiana status show off. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Hey, you know I want to thank you for agreeing with me. I was talking with a fellow, the coworker today who's probably seventeen years younger than I am. I'm sixty-seven, and I says, you know, the Democratic Party changed with the hanging chads. After that. They said, we'll take no prisoner, we'll throw you under the bus, we'll throw you in a pit, we'll cover you with dirt if you don't follow what we say. I told them, I said, the Democratic Party is about the principle of communism. It's not about people, it's not about you and I, it's about the ideal. And if you don't agree with their ideal, they'll throw you out. In In this speech today, in this speech today, Joe Biden says... We're going to raise taxes. you got to pay your fair share. I mean, that is so outrageous when you realize there's only a small portion of society that pays any taxes. And it gets smaller and smaller each year. And hopefully this kid will understand he's being extorted. He's being extorted. Now, hopefully if he works in your industry, he'll start to see all of the extortion costs. Oh, and he he'll does. wake up. He does. Yeah. He does. I mean... He, he he knows the stuff. He agrees with me 100%. Oh, okay. But I just kind of gave him that little backdrop since the hanging Chad incident. I says, they have become rabid uh, wolves that will eat and take anything down. You have to follow them. I says, it's not about a people anymore. Mm-hmm. I says, it's about an ideal. I says, yeah. that's where the Democratic Party is. So and you know what you else is so convincing? much for agreeing with me. Paul, thank you. And you know what will convince him even more? Tell him to read the 1936 soviet constitution and tell tell me the difference between the democrat platform today and that constitution tell me if you can see one iota the difference thank you paul appreciate it very much and by the way squirrel do you know why florida can report their election so quickly and why there is no shenanigans in florida it's after the 2000 hanging chat incident florida both democrats and republicans came up with the system of absolute voter integrity when you go in, you show your ID. Now, Tallahassee has some scandals from time to time, but there's a good reason for that. Tallahassee's run by Democrats. Uh, but so was Miami-Dade. They just got their ass kicked. In the meantime, Republicans, who should be celebrating what you saw here in Florida, they don't like it because it was won by somebody who doesn't bend knee to the mafia. Somebody who isn't so stupid to pretend that Mitch McConnell is married to a Chinese shipping heiress because he's got a strong jawline and he's good in the sack. He's there because he's a corrupt whore. And she's wrecking it with the Chinese shipping. In Wisconsin, look, this is a message to Democrats. I think a moderate Democrat would have crushed Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. This is a Tea Party Republican from Illinois. Telling the Democrats what he thinks would have upended one of the best senators in the country, let alone from Wisconsin. Thank God he won. And thank God Adam Kinzinger is going to go exactly where this crooked piece of shit, I can swear it's the stream, belongs. On K Street. Right, scumbag? Where there is no recession. 
And you get to justify walking around in those $6,000 suits. You don't even have to pretend to be a representative anymore, huh, scumbag? Because he is one of the more disliked Republican senators. Close race, but I... Disliked Republican senators. That should be worn as a badge of honor. It's too bad Ron Johnson isn't campaigning anymore because he could run that as an ad. Because here's the skinny, you political whore, you multi-millionaire piece of shit, Adam Kinzinger. Here's the skinny. His job isn't to be liked by other politicians, you fracking moron. His job is to represent the best for his constituents back in Wisconsin. But you weren't interested in that, right, whore? You were interested in becoming a millionaire, never working a day in your butter-handed life. Huh? Pansy? I'll tell you what, did he ever get back to me? I'll put up 20000 to fight you. I'll put up 25000 to fight you. The proceeds can go to any one of your charity campaigns. You want to, you want to, let's see how you do. You're one of those Air Force guys, right? Are you the Air Force or the Army, whatever it is. I'd love it, scumbag. I think a moderate could have done that. Governor Ron DeSantis obviously won big in Florida, including getting a lot of Latino votes. Uh, do you think, I mean, do you see him as the future Republic, of the Republican shit. Party? Would, would, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't, but I think, you know, sir. Why don't you? Hey, piece of shit. Why don't you? Why don't you? Oh, I know why. Because you like the system where you can steal. What are you worth, Adam? How'd you pay for that suit, scum, on your 175000 a year? Come on. After taxes, what's that? Nothing. But you get to walk around. you got a nice house. Wife's got the Louis Vuitton bags. Got all kinds of money. Where'd you get it? Hey, scum. Hey, whore. You going to pretend to be a man? Like you invented something? Like you go to work? Like you invested in something? No, no, no. You're a $2 whore, and you sold political power. That's how you got rich, Sally. Certainly, he's probably in the lead right now, kind of in a, a, a bit of a front runner status. Again, I think what we're going to see over the next week is, you know, how does Donald Trump pivot from this? Because he gives a shit what you think, scumbag. Never take advice from a scum, from a wannabe half-ass gangster. Never take advice from a piece of shit. I like swearing. I like swearing. Ron and Carol stream. Only I can swear, not you. Sean, I love when you swear. <laughs> and you like know. I say, anytime you're in Melrose Park or Elmwood Park, I got your back. I'm at Um You piss me off every day because you bring it all to light. I am the hell out of here, out of Illinois. I am so mad. I don't even give a shit if my wife comes with me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, man, Mark. Hey, thank you, dude. You educated me so well. Thank you, and uh, I'll see you in Naples. Thank you, brother. I get in trouble when he swears. Honey Bunny gets mad. Don't swear. Honey Bunny gets mad. Jeff in Rockford. Hey, Sean, I did some poll watching yesterday. And uh, no, wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, Jeff, not the Paul yeah. Pelosi kind of poll watching, did you? Uh, no. All right, good enough. All right, let's God, clean it up man. a little bit. Come on. All right, go ahead. <laughs> But so I'm sitting there. I sit there and watched all day long, and you wouldn't believe all. I'll bet you, probably eighty percent of the people walked in there and were, if they didn't produce their ID, they were sure ready to produce an ID. Now, what's the big deal? Yeah, I agree. I mean, what you know? You know what's the big deal about adding integrity to the system? Adding a system that can be audited. Because I'll tell you why, Jeff. What you saw wasn't half as bad as what went on in Philly. What went on in New York? What went on in the ghettos? 
because those people don't stand a chance. It's now normal to be intimidated in the voting booth. That's why you want to know my so, answer is very simple. It's blockchain. It's your personal device. It's, it's harder to cheat. There's no intimidation factor, and everyone can participate. Voting will go up, and everybody who votes will be logged in by a fingerprint. Well, That's I'll tell you what, Sean, trillions I'm just of dollars are ready to give up on voting. This voting is, is it's not doing any good here in the state of Illinois. You might as well just stay home. You know, Jeff. That's we, the conclusion. That's the only conclusion a smart person can come to, brother. How, no, how old are no. you, Jeff? How old are you? I'm six. I'm I'm in the early sixties, and 60. and I've watched it all my life, Sean. It's from, disheartening, from the first brother. Vote I ever cast, and that's why I want you before you die. To come down here and experience what I experienced. I mean it. Oh, Everybody I know it's, deserves I know it's it. nice down there. I got way too much stuff, and I got family here. You know, it's just, it's just it's, it's almost prohibitive for me to do. But boy, you sure tempt me every time you talk about it. You know. It's, <laughs> well, well, you could go to Wisconsin. You got Ron Johnson now. At yeah. Least. yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, I don't know if that's going to be any better when Heber get done with it, though. Oh, don't worry. He barely, barely was able to get it, and he only got it because he got the deadbeats that want to go to college for nothing. In but the meantime, John, I was wondering. I, I was wondering, you know, I'm, I'm getting kind of close to tapping that 401, you know. So, wh- what do you what do you foresee them doing? Are, are they going to grab some taxes out of that for the state now, or wh- where do you well, see that? I don't, the retirement can't be taxed, in my understanding, in Illinois, not yet. I think they will yeah. change that. I think they will change that, though. And that's why I think it's it's crucially important that you get advice from people who are professional, your accountant, and the rest of it, to get out of that. But I will say this. I'm not bullish on the markets, babe. I'm not. No. Now, there's a lot of corruption, and there's a lot of companies that make up the index index markets that are going to get special treatment. But that's not an economy of honesty. And at, at that point, you're playing the who's the better scumbag game, and you try to get the green energy company. You know, every single one of them lose money. Every single one of them. Can't, none of it can exist without government subsidies. I don't like investing in government subsidies. I'm bearish. Well, probably, I'd, probably everything. Probably everything I got's not going to really be worth that much anyway. By the time I, you know, by the time I'm able to tap into it, you know, I still got probably a couple of years before I can do it and not take the penalties off of them or what, you know. And you it, know what's and killing people? It's Jeff? considerable, but but it's still not going to. You know, I, I still worry that it's not going to be enough. Pay nothing's enough, brother. You know that, but yeah. that's okay. You can yeah. be smart. The other thing is, don't carry debt. Because what this, what's going to happen to these charge cards? No, I don't. We're just getting the start of it. These charge cards, they're going to go into the 30 percentages. Believe me when yep. I tell you. The banks are mandating few, profit nice to their insiders. And, and I've paid cash for my toys. I've got some nice toys. And, and, Good, brother. And I've paid cash for every bit of it. Well, so at Jeff, least I got some assets, you know. And at least you got to live under a system that allowed you to have those things. These kids that voted yep. for Democrats, they're going to not like the life that they voted for. Thank you very they're much, Jeff. They're not going to. My kids laugh at me. My kids like to laugh at me and humor me, you know, but they'll find out. Leave everything to your favorite one and let the others scream. I I keep telling them I'm going to be all right, but I worry about you and my granddaughters, you know. Leave it to the granddaughters. Skip the kids that make fun of you. Teach them a lesson. I I don't know if they're going to be all right, you know. And to think of them not being the happy-go-lucky little girls they are, you know, it just makes me real sad. Now you're going to make me mad now. You're going to make me mad because that's how I think about things. It is what it is. Thank you, brother. All right, take care. Thank you, brother. Do I got time to take Dave or no? No? All right, let's. Dave and Winfield, it's the stream. I could push it around a little bit. How are you, Dave? I'm I'm excellent. How are you, Sean? Very good. 
Yeah, I like I say, I, my whole thing on this is if you if you look back in history, this whole thing started with Paul Ryan. He wouldn't investigate anything. He wouldn't put any subpoenas out, which led to the midterm disasters they had. And then now we've got what we've got, and Nancy Pelosi and everything else. It all leads back to Paul well, the Ryan. Cheese, the, the cheesehead outfit. Yeah, cheesehead mafia. Well, well, Paul Ryan was always a very interesting guy. If you look at Paul Ryan, do you know his only re- job before politics? And I'm not making this up. It sounds like I'm making it up. He used to drive the Wienermobile. He gets into politics. And did you ever see the mansion he lived in? Yes. I, I, I've actually walked, walked by it. Uh, no, yeah, you're absolutely correct. The man, the man has never con- contributed to society the One wife with the five thousand dollar Louis Vuitton bag, like every other scumbag, right? The wife with the five thousand dollar bag. He's a lobbyist. He gets out of yep. politics. He sits on the board of Fox, and he's got a lobbying business. He's worth tens of millions of dollars. You think he yeah, wants to but, fix but, that system that made him rich? But, but, but the, the whole thing is when, when when all this was unraveling, he had he had the chance in the House that he could have done the investigations. He could have, you know, done some serious, yes. you know, work for the well, Republican the, Party, and he ignored every bit of it. Jim Jordan, all these other ones, were they pulling can't their hair investigate. out like there's no tomorrow. They cannot investigate. It will lead back to them. There's no investigating. Did you see the, 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 the Supreme Court justices that won in Chicago? What's their last name? Doesn't matter. Yeah. All sounds like O'Malley. All sounds right. like Madigan. All sounds like Durkin. That's why I call it La Casa Nostra. Thank you, David. Oh, I, 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 I hear you. Thank you so much for yeah. taking my call, Sean. I, I greatly enjoy your show. I'm, you made me proud. Thank you very much, David. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I can't do another hour on the stream. No? Oh, because you want to go home. Squirrel. I'm blaming you. So are the listeners. Mike and Elgin. Hey, Sean. I I, uh, wrote to the the governor on his website uh, on Friday. Just to voice my concerns, I heard about you know the mandate wanting to talk about mandating the vaccine, uh, COVID vaccine or whatever you call it for for kids. Did he answer? And I've got you? two young kids. He did. Well, they did. The office did. But it was so generic <laughs> that I didn't know if you wanted to hear a, a, yeah, a quick short yeah, uh, message. All right, I'll, I'll do my best to read it. So it says, response from the office of Governor J.B. Pritzker. Thank you for reaching out to my office about your concerns. I truly appreciate your willingness to help make Illinois a better state by offering your unique perspective. As governor, it's important that Illinois is a place where all our residents can thrive no matter where they live. I appreciate hearing from you about issues that matter in your life, especially as my administration works to craft laws and policies that will make Illinois stronger for generations to come. Our people and our state's tremendous diversity are our greatest strength, and I will work hard every day for all of Illinois. I appreciate you taking taking the time out, of, out to connect with me and help make Illinois a better state for all. Sincerely, J.B. Pritzker, Governor. So fascism, it, will, it doesn't address one thing. Well, here's what I'm going to tell exactly. you, brother. I feel very strongly about this, but you have to understand I was a pain in the ass when my kids were little 20 years ago, and the vaccines <laughs> that I knew weren't killing people, I still didn't want it in my kids. I, I truly believe that. And, you know, I, I lost some arguments, and we, we stretched it out. They wanted to put them all in the kids at once. So 
But the idea that this, with the adversity, John Campbell, the uptick in that's the problems, the, the myocarditis, the Bell's palsy, the, you know, brother, you, you want to put your I, – I, I'll, I'll, I'll rent the place for you to bring him down here. Don't do it, baby. <laughs> do what you got to do. Thanks. All right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Adrian Frankfurt. Sean. Yes, brother. I told the call screener, Honey Bunny. Yeah. You know, in every horror movie, it takes three times to kill the monster. Yeah. But how many times do we have to kill the monster? Well, at a certain point, brother, you have to start to realize that the, the, the team that's supposed to help you is in on the scam. That's the problem with these areas like Illinois and New York. That's the problem. There is no good guy in the area. And uh, it's all different versions of extortion and fee. We need to put the the restraints, the only place it belongs, on government. So you're going to have to send some very principled people. Those principled people are often the ones that have the attack of both the mafia and the media. And, you know, it's interesting, Adrian. Do you remember how the character assassinated Sarah Palin? I'm going to tell you something. I oh, want yeah. To just, listen to this. just listen to this. Let me ask you about some specific national security situations. Sure. Let's start, because we are near Russia, let's start with Russia and Georgia. The administration has said we've got to maintain the territorial integrity of Georgia. Do you believe the United States should try to restore Georgian sovereignty over South Ossetia and Abkhazia? Now, people don't remember, but Russia was going to go into Georgia, former Soviet Union. And they were going to do exactly what they're doing in Ukraine. And the warmongering media wanted it to happen. Sarah Palin did not. So listen. First off, we're going to continue good relations with Saakashvili there. I was able to speak with him the other day and giving him my commitment as John McCain's running mate that we will be committed to Georgia. And we've got to keep an eye on Russia. For Russia to have exerted such pressure in terms of invading a smaller democratic country, unprovoked, is unacceptable, and we have to keep... You believe unprovoked? I, I do believe unprovoked, and we have got to keep our eyes on Russia under the leadership there. What now, from that, she was maligned and made fun of across the nation. From that, she was made fun of. And you just elected a moron who can't speak. You elected a dead person. You got a president with dementia, and everyone knows it. So you think you're going to get a fair shake, brother? You're not. And that's why we, you, me, and everybody that calls and listens have to go to what's called high ground, brother. You're not going to get a fair shake in these mafia-run areas. They, need, they like their people stupid, pliable, and willing slaves. Adrian, I can't believe it's over. Thanks for calling, brother. Thanks for calling. I want to go on. Man, I got so much. Look at Biden. I mean, the, the man is suffering from dementia. End of freaking story. Everyone can see it. Elephant in the living room. You- and that's why he's a Democrat. They could elect a footstool. All right. I'll be back in 21. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.